The views, opinions, and comments expressed by hosts, guests, and callers of this show are not necessarily those of this station, its parent company, Telesouth Media, its staff, management, or advertisers. Content of this broadcast cannot be duplicated or used in any way without the express written consent of Telesouth Media Incorporated. Now, join us for Advisors Roundtable with your hosts, certified financial planners, Greg Cooley and Bubba Labus. It's professional advice for your life. Welcome to the Advisors Roundtable, certified financial planners, Greg Cooley and Bubba Labus with you right here on Super Talk Radio. Thanks a lot for consistently listening, and we also thank those who are sponsors of the show. So, um, Bubba, uh, times of inflation. Can it be argued that inflation sometimes is needed, that all inflation is not bad to a certain extent, obviously, but from time to time you need a little inflation? Can it be argued? Uh, so I think it can be argued that the, um, the, the issue is the speed at which the inflation increases, mm-hmm. I, I think is uh, more the component, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, Recently, we've had, um, I'd call it runaway inflation, right? Mm, mm. You know, eight, nine percent, quarter over quarter, year over year numbers, speed and amount, right? Right, right, right. right. And if you you look at it from a historical perspective, we haven't Mm. seen that kind of inflation in quite some time. So you're thinking that for years we didn't have much or any inflation at all, That's, and then it's yeah. kind of catching up with you? And, it, and it's happening all at once, mm. right? Yeah. For a number of reasons. Yeah. Um, but it is occurring, uh, I guess, at a very accelerated rate. Right, right. And when, you, when you go back and you look over the last 20 years, mm. uh, you know, for instance, and you've got annual inflation numbers uh, hovering around 1%, one5 mm-hmm. percent, mm-hmm. when uh, on average we should be seeing 2 to 2.5%, maybe mm-hmm. even 3% on average year over year. Mm-hmm. And then it all just catches up with you all at one time. Yeah, it does. And I'll tell you, you know, it can be argued that during those times of low inflation, the economy was still good. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes inflation is a, a reflection of an economy that gets too good too fast mm-hmm. and prices go up too much and then therefore things start to choke out. But I think the economy was good. There were, there were uh, businesses that were making money. Uh, uh, shareholders were, were seeing their stocks go up and dividends increase and things was pretty, were pretty good. Uh, the point that I want to make before we go to this first break in, the, in this first discussion is um, when money comes into the household of a rich person, mm-hmm. sometimes it's spent differently than money when it comes into the household of the average person. Right. So when I say a rich person, somebody making a million dollars a year mm-hmm. or more. All right. So let's let's just momentarily fantasize. If you made a million dollars a year, okay, okay. So if you make a million dollars a year and suddenly your income goes up ten percent. Your mm-hmm. business that you own right. last year made more of a profit. Mm-hmm. Now, so it went up, and you make a hundred and ten thousand. In my mm-hmm. example, you, you, you mean a, a million one hundred thousand? Yeah, one, yeah a, okay. a million a hundred thousand. Okay, all right. So it goes up a hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. All right. So here you are, um, and you've been making a million dollars for ten or fifteen years in a row. Mm-hmm. 
and you get an extra $100,000. Now, for people listening out there that this is stratosphere for them, they, right. they, don't, they, don't, you know, they, they can't comprehend this. Mm-hmm. But for somebody who's made a million dollars a year for 10, 15, 20 years in a row, an extra hundred grand ain't that big a deal. But yeah, it shouldn't, it shouldn't move the needle all that much, right? It doesn't. Right. So what do they do with that extra hundred grand? If they've been making a million dollars, they've already got an extra yeah. home. They already drive nice houses. They mm-hmm. already, uh, you know, wear expensive clothes and shoes. Yeah. They save it or invest it, uh-huh. and or give it away. Uh-huh. Which means that 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 extra hundred thousand mm-hmm. that came in because their business was mm-hmm. better and and extra profitable this year, it didn't cause much inflation. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. But you take a hundred grand. And yep. give it to 10 families that make $50,000. Right. So each one of them, if you make $50,000, mm-hmm. you get an extra $10,000. That's 20% right. more mm-hmm. than you made last year. What are you doing with it? Right. You're probably not saving much of it. You're probably not investing much of it. You're probably not giving a heck of a lot of it away. Well, look at the basic cost of living, mm-hmm. right? And what whatever it costs to run your household, mm-hmm. uh, whether it be rent or whether it be a mortgage payment, mm-hmm. those are those are going to be somewhat fixed. We have seen a lot of rent escalations, right? Right. Uh, food costs mm-hmm. are up tremendously. Mm-hmm. Gas costs are up mm-hmm. tremendously. Mm-hmm. Energy costs, mm-hmm. power bills, that sort of thing, are up pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that you know if every family uh, making fifty thousand dollars had an extra five thousand dollars, it would be spent. Oh. Easily. Really quickly. Mm-hmm. And that money's now in the economy, mm-hmm. and it may be even exacerbating or adding to the already inflation you just said That's they're right. experiencing. Mm-hmm. So extra money yeah. in the hands of different people at different points in life, mm-hmm. different stations in life, means something different to our economy over time. Right. And for about 10 or 15 years there, well, actually 10 or 12 years, after the last great recession of 2007, 8, 9, we, we had low inflation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And businesses were making money. Yeah. And the stock market was going up. Companies were increasing their mm-hmm. dividends. And people who made a million dollars a year had a little extra money. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them saved it. Yep. A lot of them invested it. A lot of them gave it away. And then, boom, something happened. Mm-hmm. Two or three things have happened in the last two or three years that kind of flipped the switch. Mm-hmm. It, it flipped the story. Instead of the rich people getting all the extra money, mm-hmm. uh, people on the street started getting the extra money. And that added to inflation. Right. If you were to add, ask, just stop the average Joe on the street. The average Joe didn't major in mm-hmm. economics. The average Joe doesn't have an MBA. The average Joe mm-hmm. works hard for their living. And so you ask the average Joe or Jane, what do you think has caused inflation? Mm-hmm. Now, some people are going to give you a political answer. Right. It's all in Washington. Right. It was Trump's mm-hmm. fault or it's Joe Biden's fault. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. You're going to get some of that. Yeah. But if they really started thinking about brass tacks, economics, and dollars and cents, what would your answer be, you think? Um. Uh, I don't know what they would say. Well, I think some people would say uh, the war in Ukraine. I've heard enough on the the news that that's the breadbasket of the world and it's made prices go up. Or that oil prices are increasing. And that may go back And I think that's kind of like the bigger one, right? Because with the increase in oil prices means that uh, to produce 
food and that sort of thing is going to cost more to deliver it to the grocery stores, or to import it, or right. whatever. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So you might get some of that. Mm-hmm. Some people who have watched the nightly NBC, ABC, CNBC, Fox News, mm-hmm. whatever broadcast, they'll probably get something about mm-hmm. the. The, the the war and the oil yeah. prices that we're going to go to break and we come back we're going to continue this discussion about what's really caused this inflation and it, did it have anything to do with your stimulus check from the advisors roundtable on super talk radio welcome back to the advisors roundtable certified financial planner greg cooley along with my partner certified financial planner bubba labus with you here on super talk radio so bubba we're talking a little bit about where we are with inflation What's caused it? Uh, who's to blame? Uh, how long will it last? Has it been too fast? All those sorts of things. And we probably ought to have uh, an economist on uh, with us when we're talking about yeah. it. We've had the state economist on a number mm-hmm. of times. But uh, we can work. Hopefully he's things. not turning over like yeah, yeah, saying, like, oh, what are these guys saying, right? These, yeah. these idiots talking about. All right. So. Two or three things, uh, actually four or five things, I think have added to our situation related to our inflation now. I do concur. The war Russia and Ukraine has contributed to it. You've had shipping problems from there. You've had various things they grow and sell us Mm -hmm. that we can't get. So, therefore, supply and demand issue uh, with corn and other things. You've had bottlenecks caused because Mm -hmm. of shipping issues. Yeah. You've had the shutdown that came from COVID, right? which meant that there were some ports and some shippers that were mm-hmm. were, were closed down and, and couldn't well, ship. And not to mention factory workers mm-hmm. that just weren't showing up to manufacture the products. Yeah. And maybe they wanted to go to mm-hmm. work, but on the other hand, if you're going to pay me and I can stay right. home, mm-hmm. and the government says and mandates that we got to stay home or shut our, cut mm-hmm. our hours, then what are we going to do? Most recently, I think there was a baby food, uh, baby formula shortage, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and I heard this the other day. I have not verified this, but the uh, the baby food shortage came because the feds basically shut down a manufacturing plant mm-hmm. because they found a bacteria of some sort somewhere else in the plant, not mm-hmm. not in the actual manufacturing right. portion, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. But they shut the whole plant down. Right. So yeah. Yeah, and, you know, that's kind of the way we do, mm-hmm. uh, or our government does when it comes to regulation. They walk in Phil's house, mm-hmm. and they find out that maybe one window is not sparkling clean, and he didn't use the Windex on it. Right. So they don't let him go in the whole house. Mm-hmm. They make a, a complete assumption that the bathroom is nasty. Right. Junk is growing in there. And the kitchen, oh, you mm-hmm. wouldn't want to eat on those kitchens because he doesn't clean his windows well enough. What does that say about what he does to his countertops? Yeah. And so they just shut the whole thing mm-hmm. down until they can determine. Now, on one hand, does that make sense? And on the other hand, right. does it seem to be overkill? Mm-hmm. Huh? And so that's kind of the way we are. But all of those kinds of activities over the last couple of years where everybody's been concerned about contamination and COVID-19, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Uh, have added to this and exacerbated this and made it a perfect storm. Right. Now, one of the things that gets blamed for our present um, inflationary situation are those stimulus checks. Mm-hmm. Now, go back to my our first point in the first segment. Weren't we talking about people on the street and when they get extra money, yeah. they spend it? Mm-hmm. Did they? 
Absolutely they did. And I've got a perfect example of this. Mm -hmm. So this was early summer right after uh, COVID really started, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, This would have been um, May, June of 2020. Okay. Uh, And I think there had already been a couple of rounds of checks. It might have been even July, I think. Okay. Uh, But a couple of rounds of checks had already been dispersed. Mm Mm-hmm. And at that time, had you tried to go out and buy a TV, television? Oh, man. There were none to be found. You're exactly right. We were trying to do that at our Collins office. Right. We mm-hmm. wanted a big monitor yeah. uh, in a couple places in the office, mm-hmm. out front and in the conference room and that sort of thing. Right. Uh, we built an apartment on the back mm-hmm. of that building. We so did. We needed another, so we needed at least three, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And from Collins, Mississippi. Yeah, looking for a television mm-hmm. at that time, we went to what Laurel well, and McGee. We went, we went to Laurel. We went to Hattiesburg. We went to McGee. Yeah. Finally, we found a size that would fit our particular need. Now there were some other ones that we bought as well, but mm-hmm. one particular size that we needed for the location that it was going. Mm-hmm. And we called and we found out that uh, the local Walmart was going to get a shipment in the next day. Yep. And we got there at 7 a.m. so that we could get the TV that was shipped. Yep. Right. You and me and Karen standing Uh there at 7 o'clock waiting with bated breath for Mm -hmm. a TV. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now, how often did that happen? But if that was going on in Collins, Mississippi. Yes. Right? Yeah. Then that was going on all over the United States. It was. It was. And it it was twofold, right? I think, Mm -hmm. number one, the manufacturing had slowed down. Mm -hmm. And number two, uh, there were these stimulus checks that allowed people the opportunity to go and purchase extra consumer goods, whatever it may be. Yep, yep. And you had shipping issues Mm -hmm. and a number of uh, things related to chips. and uh, There was a lot of stuff going into you and me buying a television in Collins, Mississippi in 2020. And then you fast forward a a year or two, and then you remember that uh, cruise ship, not cruise ship, but the cargo ship that got stuck sideways in the Suez Canal? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, all these things Uh have happened to us in the last one, two, three years. Right. And it's a crisis for a week or two, Mm -hmm. and then we get through it. Right. Now, how do how do we get through it? First of all, <clears throat> our uh, economy is very resilient. Secondly, our people are very full of ingenuity, very much full of ingenuity. We we figure out ways around problems. Of, of, of companies develop mechanisms and protocols to be able to to move and to move quickly. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the thing related to televisions and College in Hattiesburg, Laurel, McGee, Mississippi was an issue for a while, but it's not that much of an issue now. Mm-hmm. We got through it. Yeah, wasn't the end of the world. You and I had to wait a day or two on what we mm-hmm. wanted. Oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. You had to wait a day or two. Right. You couldn't have exactly what you wanted mm-hmm. right now. So that's part of it too. Because let me ask you, do you remember what we paid for those televisions when we walked in that Walmart and McGee? Probably not. I, I don't remember. Uh, I, I do remember that I didn't think that it was out of line for the, the price of the, the electronics that we bought. But if it had been $20 more. If it had been $20 or more, I, I would have known the difference. And we would have paid it. Yeah. Huh? Mm-hmm. And so that adds to inflation. Yeah. Huh? To, and to admit that, there are a lot of people out there, I can't believe Greg Cooley says he uh, agreed to pay extra for something. Yeah. Well, I did. And if you need it, you need it. Yeah. 
Sometimes and lot, you pay a premium for that. And a lot of people in America have done that over the last two or three mm-hmm. years. That's added to inflation. Now, these stimulus checks that went out, I want to review a little bit about the history of those stimulus checks mm-hmm. and what happened. Now, if you were to ask people, did you get some money from the government? Yeah, once or twice. Mm-hmm. And it's only been in the last year or two. How much did you get? I think I got eleven or twelve hundred one time, and I got five or six hundred mm-hmm. once or twice. Didn't I get a little bit from my kids? Yeah. Huh? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, let's review now. COVID hit, and mm-hmm. and and we had some issues in the economy, and we had just come through a government shutdown, yeah. and we had a different president at the time. We did. All right, and so. They passed this emergency aid package, mm-hmm. this massive thing, where people got $1,200, yeah. but you had to be eligible. It was mm-hmm. based on income. Right. And then there was a total of three rounds of checks, and there was an additional 600 mm-hmm. uh, and then 1400 came in 2021, and they were called stimulus checks, and they had to get us through the crisis, and three of them together were massively bigger than what Mm -hmm. the government had ever done before. Right. And quite actually, we probably have to give them a little bit of credit. Mm -hmm. Our government, this massive cruise ship that takes forever to move anything, Mm -hmm. moved pretty quickly. They did. The IRS and the General Accounting Office and and the, the, the printing press has kicked into play and those checks started mm-hmm. going out, and sometimes they were actually in the form of real mm-hmm. physical checks, and sometimes they came directly to your bank account if you had filed a tax return and you had a bank account uh, attached to it. Yeah, uh, the other thing I think that's in- important to remember is that stimulus checks aren't a new thing. Mm-mm. I mean, these have happened in the past. They have. So you can't on a number of occasions. Trump or right. Biden or whatever. Mm-hmm. They didn't necessarily come up with it, all this, this right. idea on mm-hmm. their own. It's happened before. Sure. All right. Uh, and quite actually, the initial weeks of those first stimulus checks back in, mm-hmm. in 2020, the IRS sent out 89.5 million payments. Yep. Fast. Mm-hmm. All right. And by the time they got to the third stimulus check that was approved by Congress in 2021, the IRS said, we're up to where we have found some people, mm-hmm. and we're going to go to break in a few seconds, yeah. but, but we're going to talk about why in the world they needed to find some people. Mm-hmm. But they have found some people, and we've improved our mechanism. We can go up to $90 million now. Right. So there were $90 million payments that went out mm-hmm. in March of 2021. Right. So we got pretty good at distributing mm-hmm. money and trying to attack this thing. Uh, and... You know, was said, it Ben Bernanke said that it was like helicopter money? Yeah. You just throw it out? <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. one of the earlier ones. Right. Right? Um, but actually, the CARES Act was enacted back in March of 2020. Mm-hmm. Okay? And we started getting those, those stimulus checks out really fast to people. Mm-hmm. All right? $2,400 per married couple. Right. $1,200 each. Dependent children under age 17 got 500 mm-hmm. bucks. Why in the world do we need to look for people? Well, we're going to talk about that and talk about what caused it and who found them and did that add to our present inflation here in America. From the Advisors Roundtable, 
on Super Talk. Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable, Certified Financial Planners, Bubba Labus, and yours truly, Greg Cooley, with you right here on Super Talk Radio. So we're revisiting the pandemic checks and and those stimulus checks that went out, how much that, that went out there, do they contribute to the present inflation, and what was really at work behind and, and uh, the scenes and under the table uh, as all this, uh, this took place. First of all, as I said, I was giving uh, kudos to the IRS and the department uh, that, that got all those checks out, um, um, but sometimes there's a trade-off between speed and accuracy. Yeah. Uh, there were some well-to-do people that probably got some checks. They didn't necessarily have to. There were some checks that went out to people who had died within the last year or two. I can personally speak to that. My mother got a check, mm-hmm. and she had died earlier on in the COVID experience in 2019 and 2020. Um, so there were some glitches in the system. One of the things that they found out was that there are a number of people that don't make enough to file a tax return. Okay? Right. So, you know, maybe you're on Social Security. And that's your only source of income. Or you work a little on the side and make an extra ten to 15000 and you're mm-hmm. under the 19000 you can make. Mm-hmm. So you don't file a tax return. Right. Do you think that those people needed a check, too? Probably more so than the other ones did, yeah. So the the uh, you know the the whole call went out for mm-hmm. uh, if you haven't filed a tax return in a while, mm-hmm. maybe you need to let the IRS know if you want one of these checks. They found an extra three or four million people, yeah, and so they got that money out to those people. But is that just a good way for the government to keep tabs on you? Mm-hmm. You know, to create this big virus so that we can get a better count of the population. Oh, boy, the conspiracy yeah. theories came out, didn't they? Mm-hmm. They yeah. did. Uh, somebody create this virus so that somebody mm-hmm. else can get elected or somebody right. else can make money or somebody can find out where you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, you can understand why people would be a little sure. skittish mm-hmm. and asking some questions there. Uh, but about 90% of taxpayers receive the money, mm-hmm. regardless of whether they really had a hardship or not. Right. You know, you hear about the, the top 1%. Mm-hmm. It's really the top 10% that were uh, precluded from getting a a stimulus check. And that was all based on your income. Mm -hmm. Um, And I want to ask the question, what do you think people spent the money on? You know, we we determined earlier that if rich people got it, they'd have probably saved Mm -hmm. it, invested it, or given it away. But if people on the street Mm -hmm. got it, they're going to spend it. So, um, so what do you think? Just off the top of your head, an extra fourteen hundred dollars comes into a household, whether they make fifty thousand. Well, what do you think they initially spent that money on? Yeah, well, consumer electronics and that sort of thing, mm-hmm. uh, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think for a number of folks, uh, they probably put it in the bank. Mm-hmm. And and the reason I say that is because during that time frame, you know, from a national level, we saw that uh, savings accounts values went up they did now it, it's probably not still the same uh but during that time period uh individual or family household savings accounts went up during that time frame all right so there was a thing called the census pulse survey mm-hmm. of monies distributed from the irs 
that was done during 2020 and 2021 okay. of the three stimulus checks that right. went out. All right. So the first stimulus check, mm-hmm. the, the, that first one that came out. Yeah. Now, we got to understand, if I had told you, Bubba, this is the only check you're going to ever get, big mm-hmm. boy, you might have spent it differently. Yeah. But if we told you, well, there's probably two or three others coming. Coming, yeah. That might affect you, too, sure. how you spend the money. Mm-hmm. So because people may have known that there were, it was extra money coming later on, believe it or not, the first uh, category, 70% of the people mm-hmm. increased their food budgets. Okay. 70%. Could that possibly have added to our food Mm -hmm. inflation that we see now? Mm. Could have, yeah. Okay. 53% of the people spent it on utilities or catching up on utility bills. Mm -hmm. Some of that may have been timing. Right. Was it cold weather when the money Mm -hmm. came out? You know, lots of good uh, economics questions could be asked there. Uh, Household items, including technology. Mm -hmm. 52% of the people spent the first stimulus check mm-hmm. on that. Paying down debt, you're right. 23% of the people mm-hmm. spent money on that. 30% of the people spent the first stimulus check on rent. Okay. Yep. 25% spent on either vehicle payments or upkeep on mm-hmm. their vehicle. Mortgages, clothing, savings, all are about, around about 20%. Right. All right? So that's the first stimulus check. Second stimulus check comes out. Okay. We went from 70% of the people saying mm-hmm. that they spent extra on food down to 55. All right? 55% of the people spent extra on food. Even on the third stimulus check, mm-hmm. food still got 60%. Right. So you added to the supply-demand uh, conversation uh, on the economic side uh, and maybe exacerbating inflation with those stimulus checks mm-hmm. just on food. Sure. All right? Did I say anything in there on oil and fuel? No. I did not. All right. Because at that time, fuel costs were low. And I think as we mentioned last week, uh, during that time, oil went negative Mm -hmm. for a period of time. It did. Because why? People were staying home. Yeah. The truckers weren't running Mm -hmm. as much. The shippers weren't shipping as much. The manufacturers weren't making as much. Right. So the demand for oil and oil mm-hmm. byproducts went down. Right. It, it, you have a conversation with somebody in your office right now mm-hmm. when they've paid four and a quarter for a gallon of gas, mm-hmm. and you remind them that within the last two years it was negative. Do they remember that? They don't. No. <laughs> we don't. We don't. Mm-hmm. Things happen so fast to yep. us, and we're almost like a, a ball inside a pinball yep. machine. Mm-hmm. We bounce from this ping, thing. Ping, ping, ping. Yeah. <laughs> right. We are. And sometimes we bounce around and ping, ping, ping based on our own decisions and how we re- react mm-hmm. to things. Sometimes we're just being bounced around by circumstances. Yep. And we have to admit that, too. So, if you, I go back to my first question. You ask the average Joe on the street, what do they think that the present inflation is caused by i think a number of people would go first to gas prices yep i think a number of people would say food mm-hmm. right i think some people would say building material some yep. people would say health care there, there are a number it, it's according to what is uh, as at the top of your mind right if you've re- been to the doctor recently mm-hmm. you're probably saying health care costs have gone out of you know out of the roof mm-hmm. and then 
if you haven't been to the doctor in a while, you may not even bring health care up in your top ten. Yep. Right? So, we have this inflation. Do we really know what it was caused by? We got all these opinions. You got people sitting on the, uh, you know, standing on the street when you ask them the question. You got economists in offices, but we do, do we really know? I, th- I think when you look at a broad category like inflation, you have to look at it as a broad category of, of sources mm-hmm. or, or cause and effect, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it was a combination of a number of different, uh, you know, external factors yes. that caused this. Yes. And all working together is what increased the inflation mm-hmm. or yeah. made inflation go up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and because, you know, you have had gas, energy, oil issues. Mm-hmm. You have had food issues. Right. You have had stimulus checks. You, you, you have had health care face some, some crises. You, you, you've had a lot of things happen mm-hmm. all at once. Or it feels like it right. was all at once, mm-hmm. doesn't it? And so what does that do? Uh, it kind of creates this perfect storm. Sure. So what's the average person to do? What are you doing at home, Bubba? You and you got a wife and she works and you have to pay for multiple vehicles and you got Mm -hmm. a house and you got three kids. Is inflation affecting you? I I think uh, it doesn't really matter what your socioeconomic status is, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I think that it affects everybody. Right. Well, to a degree, uh, not everybody, but the majority of folks it does. So, yeah, I mean, we've uh, we've changed the way that we do things. Oh, really? Uh, you know, I, well, I especially look for coupons and, and shop the sale papers. Okay. Um, so that's one thing that you can do. So you're spending your grocery dollar differently. I am. Okay. Yep. Consciously. Consciously different. Shopping with a list as opposed to just going in and, you know, oh, well, that looks good. I think I'll have a box of Oreos today, Uh, you know, that sort of thing. Um, Yeah. I I think. um, Are you driving less? I can't say that I'm driving less, um, but I think that uh, individuals are are planning their routes Mm -hmm. a little bit better, especially in businesses, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I talked to a business owner recently. Um, and, and he said, uh, to me, cause I needed uh, something done. And, and he said, well, I'm planning my route so that as you know, I, I'm working in this area, then I'll get to you uh, rather than, well, I'll, I'll go to Tupelo today and I'll go to Jackson, Tennessee tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll, he'll go to Tupelo and hit, you know, Boonville and Baldwin along the way. Mm-hmm. And then on the way back, speaking of the resiliency right. and the ingenuity mm-hmm. of, uh, of businesses and individuals right. mm-hmm. working around the issue, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. Getting a little bit more efficient. Right. Is that a bad thing? It's absolutely not a bad thing. So when I go back to one of my earlier questions is inflation sometimes better for us? Well, to a certain extent, and at a certain speed. Mm-hmm. We're going to come back from this break at the Advisors Roundtable and talk about what that should be. Hang in there with us. Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable. Certified Financial Planners Cooley and Labus with you right here on Super Talk Radio. And we're talking about uh, inflationary times uh, and also just in general inflation. Um, we don't like it when it's too fast. 
We don't like it when it's too much, and we don't like it when it affects our pocketbook. But there are times when I like inflation, mm -hmm. believe it or not, when my employer has to pay me more. Yeah. Is that an inflated co a cost to my employer? Yeah. So if Phil over there, Daddy Warbucks, owns this big widget company that we're always talking right. about, he's a multimillionaire, and so Phil, our executive producer, has you and me on the payroll, mm -hmm. let's say, okay? And you're in charge of sales, and I'm in charge of distribution. Mm -hmm. And we go to his office, and we say, knock, knock, Mr. Phil. Most of the time when I ask for a raise, I come in and uh, I'm very, very respectful. Mm -hmm. So, right. Mr. Phil, right? Yeah. Are, are mm -hmm. you that way? Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. So, and I got my. I would say Mr. Womack. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Womack, yeah, 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 that's right. Because you yeah. are in sales, yeah. right? Uh -huh. So, you go in and, and we, we, we ask him, uh, hey, it's been three or four years mm -hmm. since we've had a raise. And uh, I, Mr. Distribution, and you, Mr. Sales, know very well that. Uh, Things have been good around here for mm -hmm. the last few years, and we've been producing more widgets, and you've been selling more widgets, and we've been pr processing and mm -hmm. shipping more widgets. So Mr. Phil's making mm -hmm. more money. We know it. Right. I just know it. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. And so we ask him, uh, we need a raise. Mm -hmm. And he says, yep. And oh, by the way, you, because you're in sales and also you've got kind of a list made of how you're going to make this presentation because that's who you are as a sales guy. Yep. You say, and I just noticed on television that they told me that the inflation rate is 7, 8, 9%. Mm -hmm. We need a raise. Right. Are we asking for 7 or 8 or 9%? No, we're asking for 12, 13. <laughs> Yeah, we'll negotiate down to, to seven or eight. There you go. That's the way negotiations uh -huh. work, right? So let's say we start at 12. Mm -hmm. And he said, well, I was thinking five. Mm -hmm. And quickly in my head, I'm thinking, if we meet in the, in the middle, that's somewhere around eight or nine. Right. That's mm -hmm. pretty good for me. It is. All right. So I let you continue. You say, well, I may come down a percent or two. I mm -hmm. come down to nine. Or, I come down to 10. Right. And he says, I'll go up to seven. Mm -hmm. And we get him to meet somewhere in the middle. Now, that eight and a half extra percent mm -hmm. that he's going uh, to pay us, he's committed to pay right. us. Is it only eight and a half that it cost him? No, no, it's not. Oh, really? Because he's got taxes to pay. He's mm -hmm. got uh, health benefits to pay. A number of other things that go into an employee's compensation. Mm -hmm. He's got to match our Social Security, right. mm -hmm. which is on a bigger number probably. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Huh? Right. Huh? So... Yeah, maybe that's one of the reasons he's uh, not mm -hmm. done it in the past. Yeah. And we, you and I are grown men. He's mm -hmm. just been waiting for us to ask, maybe. Sure. But as long as we're not asking, mm -hmm. you know, and, and a lot of people, that's their attitude. So I'm going to say this to employees, you know, uh, may, and, and sometimes maybe Phil mm -hmm. has been so doggone busy, it seems like yesterday that he gave you a raise, right. Bubba. Mm -hmm. And you look back and it was 2018. Yeah. Maybe he hasn't. Uh, with some conspiratorial attitude, mm -hmm. not giving you a raise. He just got busy. Right. And oh, by the way, it's been three or four years. Maybe you mm -hmm. should have brought it up. I mean, there's a lot of human resource dynamic going on here. But we ask him for a raise. Uh, is that a good inflation? Yeah. To you? To me. Huh? What about to Daddy Warbucks over there, the employer? 
Well, so if we were the only two employees, right, and he went from making a, a million to a 1.1 million, mm-hmm. does that cut his 1.1 million back to, mm-hmm. you know, 1.07 million? Yeah. I mean, really? So maybe he can afford it? Is that what you're saying? Well, I'm not saying necessarily that he can afford it. Uh, yes, he can afford it. Uh, does he want to afford it? Or is the 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 value of our work input worth it? Mm-hmm. Our, 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 mm-hmm. is, is our output... Is it merited? It, is it merited? Okay. And all that, that's been true forever, mm-hmm. whether we're inflationary times or not. Right. Okay? And we've done uh, shows before mm-hmm. with human resource directors and talking about mm-hmm. how to ask for a raise and when you really need one and when you deserve mm-hmm. one and all that sort of stuff. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So now, um, he's he's committed. He's going to give us a raise, and that seems mm-hmm. to be a good thing. Are you going to spend your raise? Probably every last dime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the midst of all of this COVID stuff and all of these inflationary times mm-hmm. and all of the issues we've had over the last two or three years, have most employees gotten raises? I would say that the majority have. Mm-hmm. I don't have the, yep. the numbers to back that up, but I would yep. say probably yep. Yep. 80, 85% of them have gotten raises, yep. which is pretty pretty substantial. Two or three reasons for that. Mm-hmm. First of all, going into this, most companies were lean and mean mm-hmm. and profitable, and it had been a little while since we'd seen some wage inflation. Yep. It was due. Mm-hmm. Okay. The other thing that, that we saw here is a thing that we've done a show on before is the great resignation. Mm-hmm. You had a lot of people who either died because of COVID or other issues. A lot of people was like, were like, I, I, I don't want to deal with this anymore, and I, I'm close enough to retirement to be able to make it work. Yeah. I'm out of here. Uh, another thing is there there is a federal minimum wage. Mm-hmm. I would be shocked to know that uh, that anybody would start out at that minimum wage mm. today. Mm. Uh, and and although the federal minimum wage has not adjusted upwards in mm. a number of years, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that the that the average worker starting out is making that nope. minimum wage. I think their their wage and pay is much higher than that federal minimum wage is. Right, and the federal minimum wage is set to. Mm-hmm. Uh, on an increase uh, strata anyway, right. a, a, a plan to, to have that increase. Mm-hmm. But you're exactly right. A lot of employers, because they, they, they lost a lot of people yeah. or a lot of people resigned or a lot of people retired mm-hmm. or a lot of people moved on to uh, something else, uh, are, are dying. They have, for, they have to pay what the market will bear. Frontline workers. Mm-hmm. And so that has caused some wage inflation. Yeah. That's not necessarily a bad thing mm. because people who were making a profit for Daddy Warbucks, you and me in this mm-hmm. example, we're making a profit for him and his family mm-hmm. and his future. Uh, we're yeah. a big reason that he was taking home the million dollars a year. Now, I, I saw a, a Saturday Night Live skit from the 70s mm-hmm. uh, over the weekend. Okay. And it was talking about inflation and that sort of thing and, and how good inflation was. Because if you have inflation and people start making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, then everybody would be millionaires, uh, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. But it's really the purchasing power of that money, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? If everybody were millionaires, all the stuff would go up kind mm-hmm. of 
concurrently with it. It would. And so instead of paying fifty thousand dollars for a new vehicle, you pay one hundred and twenty. That's right. And so a lot, you know, uh, proportionately with the mm-hmm. expenditure you have of that big paycheck, you got big expenses. Sure. And uh, you know, price equilibrium, all that stuff is mm-hmm. going to come into into play uh, when that happens. But that is en- another reason that we have the present inflation. It's not just the stimulus checks that came to the average Joe on the street, but it's the extra pay mm-hmm. that came to the average Joe on the street. Now, you and I are trying to force this particular n- number that I'm going to allude to now. We're, we're, it's one of the few times in our careers we try to force a number down. Mm-hmm. And this number is the number at which people begin to save. Right. A lot of times people are just trying to keep the wolf at bay and trying to pay the rent mm-hmm. and keep the utilities paid and the lights on and the kids fed. And so they, they, they argue, I don't have any extra money to save. Mm-hmm. Sure don't have any extra money to give away. You know, right now, a family of four, husband, wife, two kids, and that still seems to be the norm that we use when Mm -hmm. we we look at economics. A family of of four, they usually have to make over 50 grand a year Mm -hmm. before they habitually save, before both of them put in their 401k, before they stick money back for emergencies, before they they, they start saving and giving, and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, charitable consciousness kicks in. We, we're trying to get people to save earlier, mm-hmm. but it's hard. It is. Practically and, and numerically, it's hard for somebody who just barely keeping the lights on to think about that. And so when they get extra money, whether they consciously do it or not, they add to the inflationary mm-hmm. issues that right. are going on, which is the last point. We need to watch the consumer. Mm-hmm. When the consumer slows down a little bit or starts to save a little bit, we will see inflationary pressures also come mm-hmm. down. So we've talked about eight or nine things that have right. added to the present inflation that you're experiencing mm-hmm. out there. Some of it is flushing through the system. Mm-hmm. Some of it we're going to have to wait a little while. Grin and bear it. Watch your P's and Q's and your pennies and your dollars from the Advisors Roundtable on Supertalk. The discussion and content expressed by the host of the Advisors Roundtable are intended to be received as news, educational, and entertainment or unit items and are not to be accepted by the listener as legal, investment, insurance, or tax advice. Opinions and views will be expressed by guests of the Advisors Roundtable, and those opinions and views are those of the guests alone and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Advisors Roundtable host or any of its affiliated radio stations. All information provided is educational in nature and is not intended to be acted upon without first consulting the the appropriately licensed professional of your choosing. Before acting upon any information obtained during an advisor's roundtable broadcast, an individual should understand matters are extremely tax-specific and require advice tailored to individual facts and needs. Certified financial planners Greg Cooley and Andrew Labus are registered representatives of S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated. Securities offered through S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services offered through Ignite Planners, LLC. Ignite Planners, 
Advisors, LLC, is not affiliated with S.A. Stone Wealth Management, Incorporated.